The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 105.9 The Region. Welcome to The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia. I'm Station Manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host from her home studio is Dr. Claudia McKellar. Good morning, Claudia. Good morning, Tina. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Although I've got to share with you how inspired I've been, especially in these days of COVID-19, you know, hearing the stories of gratitude, that people are thankful that as long as they have a roof over their head, food, clean water to drink, that and that they're healthy especially, nothing else really matters. And it's, you know, you finally go, oh, wow, is this what it took for everyone to really appreciate what they have and maybe that sense of entitlement that sometimes we we see out there that maybe it's it's dissipating or disappearing altogether? Well, I'm so glad you brought that up, and it's so very true. I feel like people are much more grateful for all the little things that we naturally and normally took for granted. And I think perhaps this is just one of the few positives that is going to come out of this situation. And it's for this reason that I kind of want to change the vibe of what we're talking about because we are all inundated with COVID information. So all day, every day, which is lovely because we get to know what's going on and what to expect. But I also feel like we need to change things up a little bit. So let's focus on the gratitude. Let's focus on why this is happening and what we can do to turn the situation into a really positive thing for ourselves. So I want to talk about achieving like a really peaceful mind, a peaceful body, and of course a peaceful spirit. Because now more than ever, I feel like we should, we need to, and I think people want to really find inner strength and that tranquility, that peace within themselves. So I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I actually don't want to take away from the current situation because I know there's a lot of hardship going on. I know there's a lot of uncertainty. But if you try one or two times a day to change your thoughts to something that is positive, even just make a list, write down three things that you're grateful for in that very moment, it will really turn things around for you because I've been exercising this myself every day. Um, and I'm telling you, you, it just flips the switch and you actually can focus on the gratitude of what we all have and what we can all gain out of this. And that sense of gratitude and, and thankfulness, you know, I get it. And I think that there are so many of us who have been through difficulties, hardships, in, uh, sadness in our lives. And for that period of time, you think, okay, I'm, I'm never going to take anyone for granted again. I'm going to say the words that need to be said. I'm not going to hold a grudge. I'm going to be that different person. And then somehow we lose our way again. And I just wonder, do you think when we do come out of this current situation, that we're not just all going to go back to our same old ways? Like, how do we stay on this really positive track? I think we all have to take responsibility for ourselves and for the people around us and for our loved ones. I think that we really need to keep ourselves on track. And that's a really good point. And that's something that I have thought about. And I feel like it might take a while for everybody to get back to this point of having forgotten what we went through. But I also feel like there's going to be a new normal where we're going to remember what it was like before and then we're going to have this experience. And I think a lot of us, once things get back to this new normal, are actually going to miss this quiet 
time that we've had to experience in our lives, the quiet, the non-hectic schedules. Um, you know, we're going to forget about the, the COVID information, but we're going to remember what it was like to be quiet with our thoughts and to find that inner strength. And I'm hoping that that's what is going to come out of this. I, I'm hoping this is going to be the positive, that we're going to really be able to focus inward and find what truly makes us happy and healthy. Now, you said you've taken the time recently to meditate, to pause on a daily basis. Now, I guess that takes discipline. You really have to be focused. I mean, how do you stick to that? It's sort of a schedule almost. Yeah, and honestly, that's exactly what it is. I'm really trying to maintain some sort of a schedule in my own household. Um, I just feel like it just keeps us all inspired. We all have a schedule of when we're doing our work, when we're doing our family time. We're really focusing on the family time. And it's, and it's those moments that we're like, okay, let's just sit down and think about what we're grateful for. So whether we're grateful for being able to have a walk together or whether I'm grateful to have like a half an hour to really sit down with my thoughts and be creative and just do something that maybe I didn't have time to do before. So it really is a discipline, and I'm really making a conscious effort to kind of spread that through my own family. And you know what? I'm finding that my children are adapting very well to this. They like to have the structure. It's a new structure because, I mean, they miss their school friends. They miss the normalcy of their, you know, uh, you know, extracurricular activities. But we're trying to do it in a way where they still feel like there's a structure. And they're actually feeling grateful themselves. So what advice do you have for those of us who maybe are challenged in terms of finding that discipline? You know, maybe we need to, you know, we don't prioritize ourselves and we don't think that, well, I'm not going to spend a half an hour, you know, in my own thoughts and focusing on who I am or where I want to be or what I want to do because it seems selfish or it seems like, well, I'm not going to prioritize this part of my life. So what's your message then? How do we get through to people like that? I love this question. I'm so glad you brought it up. So I'm going to challenge everybody to try it for four days. I just, just four days. Just try keeping a little log every day of maybe writing things down on a piece of paper, in your phone, whatever you prefer. Just writing down three things for four days that you are grateful for. And I think what people are going to come to realize is, first of all, these practices are going to become the new normal. Um, I don't think that we're going to very quickly forget what it's like to just appreciate the things that we do have. Um, and I feel like if people start to notice the difference that it makes in their own mind and in their own being, then I think they'll want to continue it. And we're also going to learn that a little bit of self-care is not selfish. It is actually contributing to your health and well-being. Very good. Okay, so Dr. Claudia gave us some homework, everybody. For four days, we have to write down three things that we're thankful for. I think that's achievable. I think we can do that. Absolutely. And I challenge you all to message me and let me know that you're doing it. Um, and then I want to know how you feel after the four days. Okay, so let's remind our listeners then right now, how do they message you? How do they connect? You can all reach me at Claudia underscore Machiella on Instagram or go to my website, www.thecenterforhealth.ca and just drop me an email. 
Coming up next, how daily meditation can help us heal. This is The Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Have a question for Dr. Claudia? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 105.9 The Region or email us info at 1059theregion.com. Did you know that your death has the power to save up to eight lives? Right now in Ontario, over 1,500 people are waiting for a life-saving organ. Every three days, one of them dies waiting. The good news is that you can help. In just two minutes, you can register to be an organ donor and tissue donor and help save lives. Register today and join your fellow Canadians in becoming a donor nation. Together, we can all make a difference, even after we die. Visit BeADonor.ca to register or learn more. Peter and Paul's and 105.9 The Region are good neighbors. To show you just how good, we're going to send one lucky follower a care package full of delicious treats from Peter and Paul's. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, tag a friend, and you are eligible for delivery of The Favorites from Peter and Paul's. Contest closes April 22nd. 105.9 The Region. I'm Amber Pay from Afternoons with Amber. And I'm music coordinator Christina Lavecchia. 105.9 The Region is usually buzzing with guests and musical artists. But with COVID-19, we too are practicing physical distancing. That doesn't mean that we will stop recognizing local talent. Instead, we want to share your concerts at home. Send your videos at info at 1059theregion.com. Hashtag Together at Home York Region. We are 105.9 The Region. 1059 The Region, everywhere you are. You're listening to 1059 The Region. Welcome back to the Wellness Prescription. I'm Tina Cortez, and my co host is Dr. Claudia McKella. Thank you, Tina. Our guest today is Lynette Jameson. Welcome to the show, Lynette. We're so happy to have you. Hi, guys. I'm so thrilled to be here. So I'm excited because you get to tell all of our listeners a little bit about this movement of yours that I think is absolutely incredible called the Seed Movement. Can you tell us a bit about that and how you got started with it? Yes, absolutely. I would love to share um, as much as I can about the Seed Movement that it's actually, I don't really consider it to be my movement because what I feel is it's the collective. So the collective is the population of the souls on the planet and we're all creating our reality with every breath, every thought, every feeling. And that's actually what I experienced during my near-death experience in heaven. That is amazing. And I'm sure that everybody would love to hear about that experience. So maybe we can backtrack and you can start with that. Excellent, yeah. And then that kind of trickles down to the movement, uh, how it's choreographed um, and how... Um, using the divine light from the other side, it kind of makes it move and, and grow and transform and transmute and all the joy that that brings to, to me and many lives around me. And it, it all began, um, you know, when I was born, when I was little, uh, even just a young child, I could see across the veil. Um, and then as you grow up, you know, and you, you sort of go into the systems, you, everyone I think organically just sort of turns that or dims that off and turns it down. There's very few uh, clairvoyants that, I, that I've met in the world that have just sort of like relished in it their entire lifetime. So <laughs> I think that at one point we all sort of dim it. And when I say clairvoyance, I'm talking about everyone. So what I saw when I crossed the veil for seven, a little almost eight minutes, um, during a, a heart procedure that I had to have um, was this beautiful way of understanding that we're all clairvoyant. We all have telepathy. We all have these gifts 
and they all stem from communication and from the heart, and they're all connected to the divine energies. And uh, when I went there, and I had this beautiful, magnificent experience that I love to speak to anyone, anywhere about, and share uh, anything at all, that they have any questions, nothing is off limits, and I can come back down to the earth plane and understand how to lift myself out of the lower energies that me, myself, put myself in, and lift myself now into energies that allow me to really attune and to really connect. And and so now when you say near death, like you were you were you say that you were out for like about eight minutes and like you saw beautiful um, things happening and it helped you understand how we can bring that energy to our current lives. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm so glad that you asked specifically about this. So, yeah, basically what it is is the same way that we're creating our reality uniquely uh, as one here on the earth plane, we're actually creating it when we go to heaven as well. So this is what I was shown. When you cross the veil, it's going to be exactly the experience that your heart wants. And it's all the same energies, but it's however you're the most comfortable understanding you know what's showing up for you your innate divine connection to your true authentic eternal soul and you're shown things differently than possibly other souls but it is it comes in a way that you're going to understand the most so like based on your experiences based on your past lives based on your connection based on what you already uh, experience uh, during your living time your you know your earthly living time uh, as far as pulling in the energy. So this is something really powerful because I work with a lot of atheists, for example, because they understand that I don't judge or criticize, that it's, it's all energy. So maybe the atheists want to pull in color like gold light, and maybe someone who wants to see Jesus' energy pulls in Christ consciousness. And all of it is perfect. You know, there's no right and there's no wrong. And when we understand this, this way of thinking, especially right now in the world where we're, we're actually pitting against each other, who's right, who's wrong, what's right, and we actually are in such a state that we don't really know what to believe because we're not going within, we're not connecting, we're not deeply grounded enough to actually see through the illusion. So that's uh, something that I learned uh, immediately upon entering these realms is, is that we're all... Uh, creating our experience, whether we're on the earth or whether we're in heaven. So this movement stems from this energy, and it's basically not leaving anyone out. So it's inclusive, and it's based on love frequency and unity vibration. Now, Lynette, I know that uh, Claudia has additional questions about the seed movement, but I wanted to just ask you just a few more details about the near-death experience. How old were you when this happened to you? And and what does it mean to cross the veil? What did you what did you see specifically? Yeah, so I I was in my late twenties, but I had been a former uh, high performance gymnast and, and ballerina, and so my heart was this extraordinary muscle. Um, and so when I had this rare condition of bradycardia and tachycardia at the same time. And not a lot of people have that. I was, I was actually informed by my doctor in Toronto that only one other person in the world, in, in our country, had it. And that, they were 84 years old. So they were like kind of baffled, like, why is this athlete 
coming in showing these symptoms, I guess they could call it. Um, they tried to put a pacemaker into my heart, which my heart rejected the pacemaker three times. It actually pushed the wires out of the heart wall, even when they tried to sew it in, wow. which was kind of comical. I mean, you know, obviously my heart did not need any of that. It was just merely a way of getting me home enough to be cleared and healed and uh, to gain my strength to be able to come down and do exactly this, which is just share what I saw, what I witnessed, and what that is is when the body, and I think that I think that everyone can go and Google the science here. Um, so most people have a, a small amount of understanding. If not, some people have researched a lot of this, so they understand what I'm saying. When the soul leaves the human body, the physical form, in, in at nighttime, and that's called astral. And there's an astral cord that connects you to the human body, and this is proven um, in various ways. And so the same uh, essence is done, you know, when you're leaving the body. So when I had the cardiac infarction is actually what, uh, how, it was, uh, how it was presented to me and that it was, you know, almost eight minutes of time, of, you know, without a heartbeat, uh, so clinically dead. Um, and then, of course, the experience for me felt like eight years because time is not real. And going across the dimensions and across the veil lifting away all the dense energy allowed me to really be aware and be conscious of, of uh, some understandings that I needed and then simply to bring them down, to write them, to sing them, to you know, write lyrics, to uh, create films, to just keep creating, which is really who I am. Everything that I've uh, you know, put my heart into so choreography, you know, the dance, uh, creating things like clothing lines and things like this, uh, this is something that I do very naturally. So it was just a very simple way for me to feel what I saw and experienced and then just the limitless, unique ways that we can share it. I think that's absolutely beautiful, and that's why I think it's so important, and one of the reasons why I wanted to discuss this today is that I feel like this time of isolation can be used for positive things, for positive outcomes. And I feel like you know, you'd be the best person to describe and to explain to us why this time we can use it to fine-tune our spirituality, um, or if there's a better word out there, but I feel like we can use it to turn the situation uh, into something positive for ourselves and for our own soul development. Yes, absolutely. And, and this brings me to something I love talking about, because every single person that I communicate to, they, 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 they take it in uniquely, so they, they like, they, um, this information comes in a different way in every person, which I find so fascinating. And it's basically if you can come out of the mind, so the left brain, the analyzing, you know, this, this way that we are really learned and conditioned brilliantly and beautifully. I don't see it as a negative thing, by the way. I see it, you know, that we thrive. We, we, we are like sponges. We want the information. And then we're in the brain sort of like, I call it the blender sometimes, because we, we overthink. We've gotten to the, to the point now in humanity that this pause is a great opportunity to like stop the thought and go into the heart. And then what happens when we do that is we can deeply start to feel. And when we do that, like even the things that go through our mind, those thoughts, like our top five thoughts, 
when we, when we pause enough and come consciously out of the mind and into the heart, we can actually go deeper, like the depths of the ocean of like, what does that mean for me? How does that feel for me? And this is very powerful. This is so powerful when we go into the heart. Our passion and our creative energy can really propel us into our limitlessness. Because what that does is it drops all the thoughts that can at times block us. Um, and it can actually create, like Einstein really tapped in and understood this deeply, of this imagination, this creative energy, this way of flowing through life instead of forcing it, right? So how then can we use meditation daily to help us heal? Yeah, and, like, and I love to share the meditations. I, I do very small ones, and there's reasons for that. Because I can see how every soul on the planet is so powerful within their own self. All they, need, they don't need anything from the outside. So they don't actually need instructors, teachers, gurus. They actually need to go within and go quiet and really feel. So the, the meditations I was shown, I was guided to make them and create them because the, the people who were around me who, are, who belong uh, you know, to the creation of the seed, and then of course it's all inclusive, so it's whoever wants to put their heart there now, you know, we're really gaining momentum like, a, like the Nile River you know, going across the, the globe. Um, but the, the initial ones that really wanted to deeply experience this, I was working intensely with them and showing them and empowering them to step into their own. And part of that, we all came to the conclusion of, like, wouldn't it be so cool if you just put these in audios? Because we're all capable of doing exactly what you're sharing. And that was a really powerful moment of, of realizing, like, yes, this is exactly what needs to happen. So if we have these five to eight minute, maybe at the most ten minute meditations daily that help lift away some of our triggers, some of our traumas, some of our fears. We all are the same, by the way, addiction. My addiction, you know, it was very hard to lift out. But it's, and I got to see that it's like everyone else's addiction. Um, and it's the same, you know, ways of, of getting tripped and stumbling and falling over the addiction. It, it really blocks us from our potential, you know, and our way to operate in the heart. Uh, it'll, it'll block it. So to remove all of this and to lighten the density of the soul or the cube of consciousness, these once a day or however many times you want to do it, empower each individual soul to go within and start using their own divine connection. And in divine choreography, now life, instead of forcing and instead of doing, you know, now we're allowing to just be. And it's, so, it's so, so much of a relief to just know that if you can wake up every day in balance and peace and carry love in your heart, maybe stepping towards unity consciousness, which is what our world needs at this time, then we can all relax into just being ourselves, which is really just love and it's just understanding and compassion and empathy. And you're seeing it everywhere right now in the world, and I love that. And this leads me to the final, like, amazing point of this episode. Um, Lynette, you are gifting me and my listeners and everybody in the planet, on the planet, uh, the gift of meditation. So tell us a little bit about that and how we will be able to access them. Yeah, for sure. So your radio show, we're going to gift you 30 um, audios that we selected. Now, some of the people that helped me select these, 
they actually work to get these audios into addiction centers, into prisons, um, into like so many beautiful programs where it's, it's helping the people who really, really could use this the most. And, um, and, and these people have selected them in a way that they feel will enable this, each soul in 30 days to really maximize the ones I've put together. Now, I've put together 170 of them. And you can find them on a platform called Patreon. And it's also, you know, you can get there on the website as well. Um, it's under a button that says For the Collective. Um, and we're going to do 365 so that everyone has one for each day for the year. And then what we're going to be doing is we're just going to be directing people there. And I won't have to do any audios anymore or any sessions anymore because everyone is empowered to step in and it's their own journey. Wherever they're at is perfect. You know, you never want to try and like forcibly like help someone be some, somewhere. I see it differently. I see it like, wow, why are you giving yourself that beautiful experience to overcome? And, and when people can actually even like stand in that frequency of like, wow, I'm not being judged or criticized. I'm just really trying to overcome this. And we simplify it with no pressure. Um, you know, of them just being, wherever they're at, just being is perfect. And just tapping into that divine light and, and lifting this. These 170 meditations uh, can definitely help a soul get to that place of lifting and, and really tapping into their limitless self. And this is the time to do it. And Lynette, I cannot thank you enough. Um, to all of our listeners, if they'd like to know more about you uh, or reach out to you, how can they do that? So anyone can go to theseedmovement.com, and uh, there's an email there. Like there's a contact form that you can, you can send off. And I think there's so much information on there. There's also something really fun, and I know you love to participate with your listeners actively. And anyone can do a five-minute video on, or like up to five-minute video on why they feel the world needs more love. And as soon as you have to sit down and do that, it elevates you to some place in your own heart that is tapping into the divine light. So you're actually having to go in the heart and really feel what that is for you as an individual. And every answer is perfect. And every soul up there, like they have different languages, people from other countries. And it's so inclusive, showing unity consciousness. And this is very important right now in our times. Thank you so much, Lynette. I'm looking forward to uh, taking advantage of all the meditations, learning, and healing my soul. Excellent. Thank you so much, ladies, for having me. And the SEED movement really appreciates it. We're very grateful. Thank you again, Lynette. And Dr. Claudia, please remind our listeners how to follow you. Oh, it's easy. Follow me on Instagram at Claudia underscore Machiella or at my website, www.thecenterforhealth.com. That's our show for this week. If you missed any part of the wellness prescription, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. Connect with us on Twitter at 1059theregion or call 416-335-1059 or email info at 1059theregion.com. This is 1059 The Region.